0: It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin-Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with
1: Roger Franklin-Williams. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in apopka blue darter coming to you live from the campus of apopka high school and we're glad that you're joining us on the show today in fact we have a great show for you and we'll get right into it in just a moment of course i will first i want to let you know that blue darter sports central and all the programs you hear on 1520 wbzw and all of our stations are presented by and supported by baptiste orthodontics Baptiste Orthodontics and the great people, Dr. Andre Baptiste and the great people at Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2020. Joe Ferraro is joining me. Of course, Coach Eddie Sanders is here. and But right now, speaking of Baptiste Orthodontics, we're pleased to be joined by Cynthia Schweitzer, Marketing Director of Baptiste Orthodontics, because it's a, another one of our special days on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a day that we Announce and actually have a chance to speak with the Determined Darter Award winners for this month, and Cynthia is here to tell us all about it.
2: Thank you, Roger. I'm always so excited to be here at Popka High School, and I just had to
1: In either either might. Okay. we got to talk
2: into it. One. Okay, and so I'm excited to be here at Popka High School, and we just awarded the Determined Darter Award, the Student Athlete Award, to our male athlete for February, and I'm here with him, Zach Weaver. You guys. Hey, we know him. That's right, Zach. So go. Go ahead and say hello, everybody. Hello, hello. This is Zach. Now Zach, question, Zach is a, uh, what grade are you in, Zach? A senior. A senior. And tell us a little bit about the sport that you play, and tell me spe- specifically about what
1: you told me about last night's game.
3: Uh, I played for the baseball team. At well, before
1: he, Zach had a great game last night yeah, at third did. base. He, he made handle some very difficult chances that were instrumental to us getting that one-run win.
2: That's exactly what he was going to tell everybody. He told he was telling me about how they, at last minute, right? So tell me a bit, a little bit about
1: it. Oh, uh, we're playing West Orange. And we
3: had a lead going into the six, I think. And 4 they a, Yeah, and they came back and tied it up, and then we went to the seventh. And we held them, and no, no runs, and then... Uh, we scored one run. I got. I was on third base, and uh, Adam Sofer, our catcher, senior catcher, hit a infield hit for us. So one.
2: That is fantastic. How exciting! So everybody on the baseball team is a determined blue darter because they definitely came through last night. Mm-hmm. Now, also Zach is a senior, and he was sharing me a little bit of his plans. Tell us about your plans. Zach.
3: I'll be going to Marshall University in Tennessee, uh, not Tennessee, North Carolina. North Carolina, yes. that's
2: right. <laughs> to play baseball. So nice. a, another exciting yes. thing. So wonderful young man. This is. Well, we, we like to come here and see the, the Determined Blue Darter. For that's
1: wonderful, Cynthia. And can yeah. you tell us just a little bit yeah, about the Determined Darter Awards, how they came about, and, and the support sure. that Baptiste Orthodontics has for, for, for this e- excellent idea?
2: Well, Dr. Baptiste really supports the Orange County Public Schools and, especially in high school, the athletics. He thinks that that's a really great way for students to get to, to have a wonderful experience and learn a lot of lessons that will help them in life. So we are partnering with the Popka High School, sponsoring athletics and sponsoring the Determined with an award, given chose, is an award given to a student that's chosen by their coaches who shows that they are de- truly determined to, to, to excel, whether they have challenges or just an amazing athlete or a great student. And that's we love to be able to partner with the Popka High School with that.
1: No, it's a wonderful idea, and I really commend you and Dr. Baptiste for your support of, of, of this excellent thing where we recognize uh, young people who are doing great things.
2: Yes, and I don't know if we have time, but we do also have the two female athletes, we Absolutely. can get him on board. So let's get him on board. But thank you, Zach. Congratulations. You. We're so excited, and, and uh, best of luck with the, with the rest of yes. the season.
1: Thank you. Thanks, okay. Zach. Thank you. Good game last night. Thank you.
2: So we also, of course, have to recognize some of our female athletes here at Popka High School, and I have with me uh, who is getting on, I think, in, with us is Sarah. Sarah Belazier. And we also have Zina, Asina. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Sarah Weaver was our determined blue darter, and she is a senior. Um, and then Asina is a junior, correct? Asina, yes. can you say your name correctly? Because I'm. It's Asina. Asina, what's your last name? Asina. Gregor. Gregor. Yeah. Two wonderful ladies at the in Kieran Apopka's a weightlifting team um wrestling wrestling team i'm sorry (laughs) that would be good well there's
4: weightlifting involved in wrestling yeah it's
2: part of your preparation right yeah yes now sarah is a senior and you were telling me a little bit about the inspiration for you for wrestling what how how did it come about um
5: my sister she is the one that motivated me to do wrestling and she basically got me doing wrestling and i like the sport and i want to thank her for making me do wrestling because it helped me get stronger phys- physically mentally and like for school as well it helps me like stay focused on school too as well and like mm-hmm. stay hard like keep going
2: so yeah. truly a determined daughter now asina is a junior and uh she was telling me that she's thinking of be- going into dentistry so maybe she'll go <laughs> and work for <with> dr <laughs> baptiste one year
6: <laughs> yeah yes. hopefully
2: yes so tell me a little bit about your season how is it going um my season's going pretty well
6: um I've found inspiration also with her sister as well because she's like a very, she was a, re- a really good wrestler when she was here. And it's like, um, females don't, people don't really think of female wrestlers as like, you know, hard and stuff, but it also helps you like mentally. It helps you become stronger physically. So I feel like it's a good sport. Um, people give us props for what we do because not a lot of girls wrestle. And not a lot of girls also wrestle hard. So we train with the guys here. So the the guys team, we train with them every day so we can get stronger. And so it, it's just a motivating sport. I
2: just love it. That is fantastic. Yes. Now, Sarah, what's your sister's name? We keep t- saying sister, but what's her name? Her
5: name is Rebecca Valencia.
2: Okay. And where is she now?
5: She's at Valencia College.
2: At Valencia College. Mm-hmm. So your inspiration sounds like a wonderful young lady. And it's that girls wrestling it's a hard sport to do because you have so many obstacles not only the physical but what people think about you yes. so that's wonderful that you're able to do that so roger two wonderful young ladies here at apopka high school
1: we're glad that they're joining us on blue air sports central congratulations to both of you thank you uh, Asina <laughs> and sierra I, I just had another question for we'll start with Asina what what How did you get started in wrestling? Why did you choose wrestling as a sport that you wanted to participate in?
6: Okay, so one day, um, my ninth grade year, I walked into the room because she's my best friend. And I didn't do any sports, and I looked in, and I seen, like, how they were drilling, like, the guys were drilling and how it was, like, intense. And I liked that, like, kind of um, fire that I saw. And so I was like, I want to try it one day. I tried it. I was like, hey, man, I don't know, because <laughs> it was hard. It's a sport. Yeah, and so, like, <laughs> after a while of me doing it, I was like, you know what? It, help, it helps me to stay physically, like, in shape. And so I liked it. And then also, like, when I – my first match, when I, you know, started, I liked the – adrenaline that I had, so I was like, yeah, this is my sport.
1: Excellent. And Sarah, how about your journey into choosing wrestling? I- something that tells me it's, this, this one has a little <laughs> bit to do with it, maybe.
6: Yeah, all of them, like,
5: uh, my sister and I had a brother too, I did wrestling too, so it was all of them. It was like family. Like we're like close families as well with her, so we got they got us both doing it, so yeah, it's like family. Like they the one that got us to do it. And I like the sport too myself, so I will continue doing it. So
2: That's fantastic. How exciting. How exciting. I know it's a very hard sport. Uh, so you guys are done with the season? Yeah.
6: Yes, yeah. but we're starting off season. Yeah. Off season. Yeah.
2: Okay. And how did a popka girls wrestling team do overall? Okay, we did pretty good. Even though we are a small
6: team. All of us placed at the Metro turnip Conference, and we also placed all at, at states, so.
1: Nice. Yeah,
6: we're a small team, but we all made it. That's exciting, yeah. that is so
2: exciting. So congratulations.
1: And, and what, can you talk about the academic side of things? Cynthia, and that's part of the criteria, correct?
2: Correct. So we want to make sure that there are also great students here at Apopka High School so that they are able to balance the athletics and also the academics because, you know, you need that when you go into life. So it's very important.
1: And can Cena? Uh, can you talk about just uh, how you balance everything? You know, I know, as we as we all know, wrestling's a grueling sport. It takes a lot out of you yeah. physically. I'm sure you're tired when you yeah. come home from matches and, and practice. You, know, how do you balance that with with getting your schoolwork done so, and and, and you know, excelling in schoolwork?
6: So, like, I don't really have time to go to tutoring because, of course, we have practice every single day. What I try to do is like value my my um, class time. I don't really mess around in school. And if I have time, like when I come to like right after practice, I'll. Show shower, eat, and then I'll do, like, an hour of, you know, studying and stuff, but it's hard to balance, but, like, after a while, it's kind of like a routine. I come home, I do this, I don't have, I don't really waste time, because I don't have enough time
1: to well, it's great preparation for, yeah. for after school, too. Yeah. How about you, Sarah?
6: Basically, the same thing, but, like,
5: when I'm, at, at school during class, I stay focused, and I'll try to do my homework while I'm in class at the same time to get it, like, done, so I know that class, my schoolwork is done, too, as well, and I can go to practice, not run about it at, like, like that so when I get home I could just study and then like just study like to get it in my head so the next day I'll be prepared for the class and stuff like that so
1: yeah, yeah. So a, a lot manager. of hard work yes. you know, both in terms of physically and, and your wrestling and then also the academics your school work and you commend both of you for for tackling both of those things and, and doing well with them
5: thank you, thank
1: you. And, uh, can, can you talk a little bit about uh, what your, your future plans? What what, what uh, grade are you in in school, Sarah?
5: Uh, my grade? Yes.
1: What, what, what grade are you in?
5: Oh, 12. Class <laughs> of 2020. Yes. Yes.
1: And what are some of your goals and plans for after school, after high school?
5: Um, I'm going to Valencia College, and I do want to um, wrestle in college as well, so I would like to transfer to BAMU because that's the only place that's, like, close. Because I had got offered to wrestle outside, but I don't, like... It's expensive. Yeah, now. it's expensive.
6: Yeah. So, Yeah.
1: And Asina, what are some of your goals and plans for after high school? And what are you a senior as well? I'm a junior,
6: so I have like a little bit more time to think about it. I'm obviously, um, I want to go to UCF, but UCF doesn't have a females team, so that wouldn't be a really a good um, place for me to go. But if push comes to shove, family did come down here, so I would take that opportunity and wrestle for family.
2: So UCF doesn't have a girls' wrestling team yet. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yet. They're so going to start it, though. So <laughs> we can start it, yes, definitely.
7: he would be the first two we'll on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be
2: fantastic. Yes.
1: And Cynthia, can you talk about what, what are some of the criteria for choosing the Determined Arter Awards and, and how, how do you you know make these selections? You
2: know, I really count on Coach Sanders, the athletic director and the coaches here. And they are the ones that are able to go and pinpoint exactly who they want to be able to reward and recognize the students. So that is something that I work through them. Coach Sanders is wonderful to work with and he is always helping communicating back and forth and sometimes it's last minute because they have a hard time choosing the Determined daughter of work because there's so many great athletes
1: here. I'm sure. Well, we commend Sarah and Asina for being chosen this month. Congratulations to both of you and, and best wishes as you go forward. Um, and and we got about two minutes before our break. Cynthia, why don't you? I'd love to have you share a little bit with our listeners about. Baptiste Orthodontics, a Popka office. Yes, a Popka It's a little bit over a year old now, but it's, mm-hmm. it's your newest office. You've got offices and in Orlando growing and Dr. Phillips.
2: And growing, And we definitely we still have a lot of room. So if people are needing braces, aligners, we do braces, the traditional braces and the clear aligners, what people call Invisalign. So all you have to do is call us for a free consultation or go on our website and contact us that way. And then we can get you in the door and you can meet Dr. Baptiste or Dr. Nelson, who's Dr. Baptiste's cousin and he's the primary orthodontist here in the Apopka uh, office. Um, and definitely it's a great way to, to make sure that you have a great, confident smile. So I would definitely recommend everybody to come check us out.
1: And I also want to mention that your office is very conveniently located in Apopka. on Park Avenue right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park. Right.
2: And then we're going to be at the uh, health fair that the Apopka City has on March 7th at Franklin Station. Uh, Center.
1: That's great, and um, it's a wonderful office with great atmosphere, great people, and I, I, I suspect you they wouldn't uh, object if, if if somebody just wanted to drop by and set your appointment in person. Oh,
2: definitely, come on by, yes.
1: 12 South Park Avenue, Baptiste Orthodontics in Apopka, right next to Kitland Nelson Park. Well, we're going to go to our next break here in just a moment. Our first break, actually. When we come back, we'll have some more great coaches and student-athletes at Apopka High School to join us on our program today, Blue Daughter Sports Central. And before we sign off, let me uh, once again uh, commend and congratulate Sarah Cena, uh, girls wrestlers at Apopka for they're being awarded the Baptiste Orthontics Determined Darters and of course Zach Weaver, the baseball player for being awarded this month Friends, we'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central Please stay with us
0: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW your hometown station It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW your hometown station Now here's Roger Welcome back to Blue
1: Darter Sports Central with Roger Franken Williams. Glad you're joining us today on this cool day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day being a to be in a pocket Blue Darter. They got a party
7: going on here in the courtyard.
1: Yes. Music and like, activities. Uh, and Looks like Coach Matt Hoover is the ringleader of it over there. Lots of humans. Well, I heard him playing some very white music the other minute ago. I thought, I thought yeah. that was a pretty, pretty good party. Oh. I, yeah, I figured, oh, we're starting to play some good music. Well, we're going to talk boys' water polo on this segment. We've got two outstanding water boys' water polo players with us, Chase Krasner and Chase Pittman. Uh, before we go back to before we go to these guys, I want to, of course, let you know once again uh, commend Sarah and um, also Zach Weaver for being awarded the Determined Darter Award winners this month at Apopka High School, as presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. That's a huge award. That's nice. Also, want to let you know that. Florida Door Solutions salutes the Apopka Blue Darter student-athletes and their dedicated coaches. And in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka High School, Apopka Blue Darter Athletics, Apopka Little League, and other youth sports in our Apopka community. So to find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company, once again just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR that's 866-FLA-DOOR and make sure you tell them you're in a pocket blue darter and now let's go to Chase Krasner and Chase Pittman, hey guys thanks for joining us hi how you doing and uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about uh, your sport of water polo, and um, you know how's the season going right now, and um, you know what's going on with boys' water polo in Apocalypse. High School. We'll start with Chase Kratzner first.
8: Um, so we're um, we're two and four right now. Um, we played the uh, probably the two hardest teams in the state first two games, so that was a little rough for us. But um, who were they? <clears throat> Olympian DP. Um, but overall, the sport, it's, it's, a, it's a multiple of multiple sports. It's like uh, swimming. Um, it's full contact. Um, you kind of use, like, soccer kind of into it, and there's goals. So you got to just try to get into the goal. So it's, it's pretty rough.
1: Grueling sport. Yes, you know, we're aware. And Chase Pittman, can you t- tell us a little about uh, uh, the season thus far from your perspective?
4: Uh, so far, it's been a little tough from the beginning of the season. Yesterday, we had our best game of the season by far. We won seventeen to three. Wow! Yeah, we had a pretty good game last night. Um, this week was a little tough. Uh, Wednesday, we played a Coe. That one was a really close game. We, I think, lost twelve to eight. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but so far, it's looking like we're going to have a good team this season. Uh,
1: no, we'll go back to Chase Kratzner, talking about boys' water polo at a pop game. Chase, how long have you been participating in uh, water polo?
8: Uh, this is my third year.
1: And what what grade are you in now? I'm a junior. And, and how about you, Chase Pittman?
4: When did you start uh, participating? This is my second year, and I'm a senior
8: now, so I started junior year.
1: Okay we'll go back to, to Chase Kratzer. what um, got you started and why did you decide you wanted to you, you know, try this the sport and then once you tried it stay with it?
8: Um, well I just had a couple friends that were on the team because I was in band freshman year and I was just like this is pretty interesting you know I don't really know what it is and um, so I went out for tryouts and I kind of just kind of got the hang of it and I was like yeah I really like this and I never played a sport before so it kind of just being on the team was really important to me so I just wanted to stay with it and how about you chase Pittman? Uh
4: i had the head coach for world history and he would always advertise the team in class so he convinced me to join and a couple weeks into practice he put me in as backup goalie and i fell in love with it that's
7: a great story yeah, yeah coach russell is very persuasive um, he gets a lot of swimmers he's also our swimming coach coach russell and um, a lot of swimmers also do both of them but um But um, he's very persuasive. He's gotten a lot of players out for swimming and water polo through his classes. So he does a good job with that. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on Blue Darter Sports Central today. We're coming to you
1: live from the campus of Apopka High School. Coach Eddie Sanders is here joining us as well. Right now we're talking boys polo and we're speaking with two of the excellent boys polo players on our show day. Right now, Chase Kratzner and Chase Pittman. Go back to Chase Kratzner. You know, you you mentioned you hadn't played a sport before. You you gave water polo a try, and then you you liked it and decided to stay with it. What was it that you liked? Because I I know that water polo, kind of similar in some ways to wrestling. So, as you mentioned earlier, it's a very rough sport. It's uh, very challenging, grueling. Some might even say, because you got the swimming aspect and you got the physical uh, aspect of it as well. What was it that you know? It's some it's for some people, it's not for some people. What was it about the sport that attracted you to want to want to you know make it a priority in your life?
8: Um, well, um, growing up, I like I said, I never did sports, and my dad he was a big athlete growing up, and I was just like. I really went into it and I I just wanted to try it and once I got the hang of it just the team together just they when they they push you to do it and you know they show you how to play and they're really responsive with what you know and what you don't know and just learning how to do everything and as a team it just I just loved it I just I couldn't say no it's
1: awesome and and how about you Chase Fitman what what about uh water polo attracts you to want to make it like a big part of your your educational experience in your life
4: well for one thing i just love being in the water i've always been a person that likes swimming and doing all kinds of stuff in the water but especially because i play goalie um, i love the feeling of blocking a shot just barely it's like making the close saves that make the difference is like the best feeling in the world for me
1: very important role. And, and, and go back to Chase Krasner. You mentioned also the teamwork aspect and can you talk about how, how that makes it a, a rewarding experience for you?
8: Um, well, I can I can use an example from last night. We had, I think it was three of our rookies. Um, they scored their first goals and it was just on the sidelines. We're just cheering for them and when you get that first goal with your team behind you, it just, there's nothing better. Just scoring that goal and knowing the people with you are supporting you, it's just, it's acceptable. There's There's nothing bad about it.
1: And Chase Fitman, can you talk about um, you know, just a little bit? Tell us a bit more about the, the processes and uh, the, the specific dynamics. Who are some of the, who are some of the the teams in, in your district, and who are some of the you know the, the better teams that uh, you know that that you're looking forward to having having challenging games with, matches with?
4: Uh, soon we're going to be playing Edgewater. That's going to be a really exciting game because that's one of our huge rivalries. Um, we'll be playing the team we played last night will play again at some point gateway
7: uh who else do the, uh, uh, yeah, they have colonial yeah they play actually um gainesville is in uh water polo's district so we've gone up there i think the last two years yeah um, this dying. year i convinced jerry to have them come down here so they're actually playing gainesville um next week they they use the brantley pool where they do you play? Yeah, Lake Brantley. Lake is, Brantley? Is where, is, Lake Br- yeah, they, they have to be dedicated because you guys don't practice till what, 7 o'clock at night? 6.45, yeah. Wow. 6.45 at night is when they start practice. So because, you know, several teams share the Lake Brantley pool. So, um, like, next week they don't play um, Lake Brantley until I think the girls play them at 7 and the boys will play them at 8 o'clock. So, you know, and then play Colonial later in the year. A couple, couple teams like that. So. And you know, let's go back to Coach Sanders. In,
1: you know, and one of the things that um, you know, we've talked about—we kind of talked about all the time because we kind of have to—is the changes, rather dramatic changes in the way playoffs are structured. You know, who makes the playoffs? How you advance? Even the composition of the districts has changed pretty dramatically.
7: What is the scenario in, in boys' water? Polo? Water polo is more traditional. There's um, in the spring. There's a couple of sports like baseball and softball. Um, that still have the that still have the new point system. That um, footballs used and basketballs used and things like that. Soccer's used, but um, water polo, boys' volleyball, lacrosse. Um, I know those three use the same kind of traditional type um, play your district opponents um, have the district district um, they'll have some type of district playoff if you qualify for it at the end um, of the season so it's a little bit more of the traditional hasn't changed the point system water polo so you're looking I think get in the top four get in the top four I believe unless that's changed (laughs) is um, you'll um, play in the district playoffs Talking
1: boys water polo on Blue Darters Sports Central right now. A little bit later, we'll talk some baseball. We look forward to hearing from John Perry as well. Very possibly. Um, you know, we'll go back. We're speaking with Chase Kratzner and Chase Pittman on Blue Darters Sports Central, and they are boys water polo players. And Chase Kratzner, can you just talk about what are some of the things you know that you need to do to, to continue to improve? Because I suspect that you know as you started the. the the, playing water polo without having a background in it, um, you obviously chosen to, to to you know to go forward with it, and now you're uh, a key player on a, on a good team. Uh, what are some of the things that you needed to do to, to to improve, and and what kind of skills did you need to acquire?
8: Um, well, there's a lot of treading that is involved, and um, you have to you have to learn how to do it, and it's like it's kind of complicated. Like we do a certain way of treading, and once you have that down, that's like the main key factor because you have to tread when you shoot and you know when you're going to block a ball Um, and swimming like you you have to be resilient with it because you can't just give up because if you don't know how to do it you have to learn how to do it and some people um, even this year I think a couple people quit because they just they couldn't figure out how to do it. And, you know, instead of, like, coming to us or, like, trying to figure out how to do it, they just quit. But you just – you have to keep going at it, like, over and over again to make sure you got
7: it. Isn't, like, an interesting thing with water polo is a lot of the pools has a deep end and a shallow end, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Probably a lot of them have that. So, you, I know you switch switch ends at half. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are, what are some of the, like – isn't there certain rules that you have to follow, especially if you're in the shallow end?
8: Um, yeah. I know for, for goalie, you're a lot of stand uh, no matter what. But um, for the um, attacking players, the defending players, you can't jump off the bottom. Mm-hmm. So for, like, like people that are, like, over six foot, it's really hard. Because last night we got called on it a lot because they were, like, five feet even, the mm-hmm. whole pool.
7: So that's a penalty.
8: Yeah, they called yeah. it instantly. It was You turn the ball over like that. So we were like, what happened? They're, like, off the bottom.
7: different games, you're going to have different types of pools that you're playing in. I I guess if you go down to the YMCA Aquatic Center on International Drive, now that's deep the whole whole pool, right? Yeah, yeah. that's an Olympic so, pool. Yeah, though. so yeah. so um, so that's so you might have some pools where you're deep the whole way, some pools that are deep one side, shallow the other side, and then like last night, you have a pool that basically shallow the whole pool. So you have to adjust how you play and rules that you got to follow depending on what pool you're playing in. So that's a little different than a lot of sports, where anywhere you go, you got the same basketball court, same football court, our football field. So it's a little different with water polo. Yeah, a challenging sport from a variety of perspectives. <laughs> go back to Chase Pittman
1: down about our last two minutes of the segment. And I'll ask you the same question I asked Chase Kratzner, which I suspect your answer will be a little bit different because you play different positions. I know the the goalie position is a unique position. Yeah. Um, what were some of the skills that you had to acquire and, and what do you need to continue to do to, to continue to be a better goalie?
4: I think the biggest thing that uh, helped me improve was awareness. So a big part of playing goalie is it's a game of chance that you kind of have to make a guess about what the other person's going to do. So being aware of, like, how their eyes move, how their arm is positioned, how their body is positioned, all kinds of stuff like that you can use to figure out what they're going to do and give yourself a better chance of making the save. Uh, I think the biggest thing I could do to get a little better is a, a bit more communication with my team because the goalie uh, tends to be the person directing the whole team because they can see the whole pool at once. So trying to get every bit of information to all the players is pretty difficult, so I definitely need to work on that.
1: Great stuff. Well, guys, before you go, um, ask you real quickly, what, what are your goals uh, for the rest of the season and for this season ultimately? Go first to Chase Kratzner.
8: Uh, my goal is to score in every other game. Uh, <laughs> I haven't scored in – I didn't score the first game, but I've scored every other one, so my goal is definitely to score in the rest of the games. Chase Pittman? I'm still hunting for a flawless game. A complete <laughs> shutout.
4: Nice. And, and we got to make the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some great goals.
1: We'll continue to yeah. follow your progress. Thanks for joining us today on Sports C- Blue Daughter Sports Central.
4: Thank you for having okay. us you.
7: Yeah, you guys be nice to Coach Russell, okay? <laughs> Very fragile. <laughs> yeah.
1: Before we go to break, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Daughter Sports Central is sponsored by and supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Orlando.com. Give them a call and find out why Dr. Patrick St. Germain has been voted best chiropractor for now 15 years in a row. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central.
0: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger.
1: Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day in Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School, Joe Ferraro and I, Coach Eddie Sanders is joining us. We're also pleased now to be joined by a couple of Blue Darter baseball players and assistant coach. Pleased to be joined by Kevin McGrath, second Baseman, and Adam Sofer, also a catcher and designated hitter. Uh, Before we go Further, I also want to remind you that we've got John Perry's joining us as well, and we're, he'll be joining us during this segment. And I'll remind you that Ford to Door Solutions supports Blue Water Sports Central and all the programs you hear right here on our stations. Um, first of all, guys, con- congratulations on a, on a great win last night. And I know it. Especially, it's always great to get a good win. It's always great to. Get a win against a challenging team, and it's always great to beat West Orange in anything. But but last <laughs> night was especially difficult because of the weather conditions. were not exactly ideal. Let's I'd say the opposite of ideal as far as baseball goes. Not only was it cold, but it was, the wind was uh, w- w- was really uh, r- really difficult. Made it difficult, I'm sure. But Kevin, first of all, just give us your thoughts uh, on on the game last night, being able to win in the bottom of the seventh, and uh, against West Orange, and uh, of course, uh, maybe uh, tell us a little bit about the th- those three times you got on base as well.
3: Oh, no, it was awesome for sure, and uh, when I came up in the seventh, I knew. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that'll I, work.
3: My job was just to get on base and get Adam or one of them up to hit me in, and they did, so it worked out.
1: And, Adam, can you Let's go ahead and we'll start at the top, we're talking about you got the game-winning hit in the bottom of the seventh, which is always a wonderful thing. Just tell us about that at bat, what you were you thinking when you went to the plate. Because we had them in their own base, and it was obviously a, a, a pressure situation. Yeah,
9: I was just thinking, because I had a couple rough at-bats at the beginning, but I was trying to think, get something hard on the ground, maybe throw it the middle, and just try to stay through it and get that winning run home.
1: It also looked like, you know, from we were, our perspective, that the pitcher they had on the mound at the time was was a, was a tough pitcher as well. Can you talk about, uh, you know, the guy that was out there, the last pitcher they had, and you looked like a big guy that could throw hard. and yeah, he threw, oh, What what did, what did he have? What kind of what, what, what kind of pitches was he? Did he throw? And what did he have? He threw
9: something like a, I'm pretty sure it was a cutter, and which would just stay away from me. So I was kind of sitting that because I was I was late on a couple of them my previous at bats. So I was sitting cutter. Maybe go away with it. So I just went up in the middle with it and got through it.
1: And we've got John Perry on the line now. Let's, John, can, uh, go ahead and I'd love to have you, uh, you know, with a comment or a question for the guys. Right now we've got, uh, got Kevin McGrath here and Adam Sofer. Well, uh, good
10: afternoon, excuse me. Good morning, guys. Uh, just, just uh, I wasn't able to be there last night, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, I know. With, with you know having Bobby Brewer now as, as the head coach, and, and just, you know I, I know from uh, things are, are I guess new this year uh, to somewhat to some extent, but but what's uh, what's it what's it, uh, what's it been like in terms of overall? And uh, you know these guys are, are you know, won a couple of games now, and obviously that big was last night, but uh, just how how are things now? Comp- uh, not necessarily compared to previous time, but uh, uh, how are things now with, with uh, Coach Brewer and, and y'all being able to, to uh, put, us up, put up a couple of victories and, and looking forward to the rest of the season? I mean, uh, you feel like things are going well for you? We'll start with Adam yep.
9: uh This year's been fun. Even first couple of games in, we've had fun with all the boys, and he focuses in on a lot of small things, which we get done, and a lot of hitting, and Defense has been pretty good. He just focused on, he focused on mainly us and just get the jobs done and win the games.
1: And Kevin McGrath.
9: Oh no,
3: yeah, this is going to be a fun year for sure. A lot of us um, have been playing together since we were little, so been kind of looking forward to a senior year with all of us playing together for a long time. So we're having fun and it's going to be a good year.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Now it leads to the next question for me: what? And I'll start. We will we'll continue with. Kevin and we'll go back to Adam with the same question what are your goals uh, specifically for the team this year
3: Oh, always win a state championship make a state run for sure but we'll work one at a time first we'll go with districts then we'll focus on regionals then
9: final four
1: uh, Adam yeah. so far
9: just have fun senior year get everything everybody's got and make it to that state championship which you haven't done yet so
1: we'll go back to, to John Perry
10: uh, yeah, I know. Uh, this a, I've heard the word fun a couple of times. I, I know, additionally, uh, Coach Brewer is one of those who, I mean, he'll, he'll take the walk, uh, especially if you're just kind of, going to give them to him. But uh, he's one who likes that. his matters to be aggressive at the plate, always has been. Uh, so this, you know, is that the, kind of still the way things are? Do you like to go up and get your hats in, as he might say?
3: Yes, he, he definitely wants you to be aggressive. First 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 pitch, first strike you see, he wants
9: you taking swings, not letting anything go by. He wants us hitting that first fastball we see. So, like, no off speed, get that first fastball in, piece it up and get a base knock.
1: And, guys, can you talk about, uh, well, speaking to Coach Brewer, You know, one of the things I've kind of noticed, <clears throat> one of the nuances <clears throat> is in the two games we've seen, where the, um gets Windermere, and then of course last night where Swiss Orange doing a lot of the, you know, the fundamental, what I would call fundamental things. You know, the guys are bunning, you've got guys stealing, you know, it seems like you're really focusing on once you get a guy on first focusing on getting him around the bases by diff- by doing different things creatively, not necessarily sitting back and waiting for somebody to get a double off the wall and get him in or, yeah. or get a home run to get him in. But can you just talk about that that style of play um, you know, th- 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 this year? And we'll start with Kevin McGrath. Oh, yeah, for
3: sure. It's Every time someone leads off and gets on base, we always have something going on. If it's not a hit and run, a bunt, a slash, anything we can do to get him moved around to get him in scoring position and have a guy come up with a clutch hit and score him. So that's for sure, just whatever way you can to score runs, even if you're not hitting good.
1: Yes. Adam
9: Soper. Small ball is a big part for him. Like, he doesn't doesn't care who it is. He's going to bottom, get the dude over, and then have somebody else hit him in and score some runs.
1: And it, Just one specific thing from last night. It looked like there was a play on. Of course, you never know 100% for sure, but um, Sowers was on first and he took off for second. The hitter, I don't remember who the hitter was, you know, hit, hit what would have traditionally been a, a, a made double play ball, kind of a one hopper right at the shortstop. But since Sowers was running, he was already almost all the way down to second. They didn't get him at second. Um, and I think they ended up making a bad throw. Didn't get the guy that uh, which should have been a routine play at first. And we ended up getting, getting runs out of that. That's kind of an example of, but do you remember that play? And what did he have, Did Bobby have something on, on that play?
3: Um, yeah, the guy was, he, Michael stole and it was a hit and run so whenever the guy was already he Michael was already close to second so the shortstop rushed it and he rushed it and that's when he messed up cuz he got too quick with it.
1: It's a prime example of what Attic. you can do if you're if you're yeah. if you're trying to make, make make stuff happen. Um and we'll go back to John Perry. Hey, guys, yeah, what's the
10: what's the team? I would say his way of making the playoffs now, outside of winning the district. Uh, that, I mean it's fact, like with the a, a pop the board basketball team. You know, they, they didn't win the district, didn't even win the semifinal game, but still made the regional playoffs because of the new max press rankings that are that are taken into consideration when the when the postseason. Is uh, you have to have a, a really good schedule and I know y'all do. Uh, does that do y'all even think about that kind of stuff? Do you kind of take it through the, the cliche of one game at a time? But uh, do you look down the road at all and say, all right, we need to win this game and, and that game. And they, uh, Do y'all pay attention to that? Or is it just, uh, you know, even down to the next batter, next pitch, next, next ground ball that comes to
3: and they, uh, we We take it one game at a time. We don't care who we play or when we play them, but we focus on the one game. At a time, and after that one, we focus
9: on the next. We don't look into the future very far; just focus on one game at a time. Yep. Just yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we play. We just focus and try to beat the other team that we're. One across, so.
1: one pitch at a time. Yep, there you go. And we've got one of the coaches here with us. Coach, can you talk about the season thus far and, and what your expectations
11: and the coaching staff's expectations? Well, I kind of kind of reiterate what um, Kevin and, and Adam were saying about you know the different outlook on, you know we're, we are taking not just a game at a time, but a pitch, a pitch and a bat at a time, and from inning to inning. And one of the things that we focus on at practice the following day is you know let's how do we improve from the game before. The night before, instead of looking, oh, look at April, we've got this team. No, that's not it. What happens is, and we talked about, and you guys mentioned about the playoff schedule, Um, you know, it's not about winning 20 games. You know, what it is is getting ready to get them prepared and have them learn as baseball players. and working as a team so when it does come playoff time we're ready, you know, no matter where you're seated or whatever. It's just you know, how can we improve from day to day and how can these uh, the players improve their game uh, to make them better from a bat to a bat. You know, we I saw you know, a couple players last night had to bat a bat at you know, Adam mentioned he didn't have a quality of bat and then he comes up, you know, keeps battling, keeps battling, comes in the bottom of the seventh inning and there's that quality of bat. That's progression. You know, that's what we look at as coaches and uh uh, we strive for and, um and I know it's a long season. There could be some frustrations because, you know, you're dealing with failure, and um, I'm just really enjoying, you know, the outlook on these kids. This is my third year here, and um, I know they're having fun, and I'm having fun, and so, you know, so. Yeah, two
1: excellent games back-to-back uh, against top-notch competition, Windermere and last night West Orange. Well, John, we've got about a minute. We've got t- yeah, one more question or comment if, if you'd like.
10: Uh, just uh, as far as the – the everyday play and, and the pitching and, and whatnot. Do y'all, um, what, what, what's Coach Brewer's philosophy in terms of the pitching? I know, I was honestly, I was kind of surprised to see Garrett Brewer go uh, six innings uh, against uh, Windermere the other night but, uh, um, because it's so early in the season. But uh, I guess he had his, his stuff going through the desert to shut out of him. But uh, anyway, bottom line is, is Are generally do do the coaches not well? Do they give pitchers more innings uh, later in the season, uh, depending of course how it's going? But uh, do they generally give them more innings as they go through the season as opposed to early in the season like it is now?
11: I got about 15 seconds, and basically, it's you know he wasn't laboring; he was making uh, his pitch count was low each inning, and he really didn't struggle. He was working ahead, staying ahead, and. Um, he kept us in the ballgame. So, yes, there's, you know, inning to inning, and you'll notice throughout the season, you probably noticed already, you know, he's got a quick trigger if things aren't going well. So it's it, I really can't say it's dictated or not dictated. So, Right, right. Well, John, thank you, guys.
1: Thank you. Uh, looks Best wishes for a great season. Looking for, looking good so far, and it's good to hear you're having fun doing it. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back for more on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Please stay with us.
0: It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams.
1: Coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School today, Joe Ferraro is here, of course. We're joined by a couple of... Outstanding Apopka Blue Daughter baseball players, Kevin McGrath, second baseman, Adam Sofer, catcher and designated hitter, and now we're also pleased to be joined
12: by Steve Swartz. Steve, thank you for being here. Good afternoon, Roger. Joe, it's great to see you. I saw you a couple of days this week, and now we're back together again here on Blue Daughter Sports Central. And you know, no food was involved. What's up with that? Well, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we make sure when football season comes from Apopka, you guys get fed. But baseball season, it's slim Pickens up in my press box. Yes,
1: true We'd like, to, Steve. Uh, we'll just ask you about the game last night. Of course, we were talking. It was a wonderful victory over West Orange. It was. Uh, we got ahead four to nothing early. They came back, and got it tied. We went into the seventh inning, bottom of the seventh. Um, you scratched out a run. Adam, who's joining us today, got the got the game winning hit. Kevin got uh, got on base at least three times, as I remember it, and made some excellent plays in, on defense. And Adam had a great j- job on defense. What, 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 do you, what are your thoughts about the game last night?
12: Well, I think it's a tale of two games. You know, the Windermere game uh, we lost; we faced a very good pitcher in Carson Montgomery over there, who signed with Florida State. He'll probably be a top five round draft pick. And then last night, the Blue Daughters were up four nothing, and uh, uh, West Orange had a very good pitcher on the mound. I think there he's going to the University of Florida. And we got up four to nothing and then uh, the difference between the Windermere game and the Apopka West Orange game last night is the Windermere game, the Blue Dotter stranded too many people on running in scoring position. Last night a went ahead and did their job, but we're up four nothing and then the thing about it was I felt like okay, we're up four nothing. Maybe other people thought that okay this game is in the bag. Then all of a sudden, you know, here comes here comes West Orange, four two, four four, and then with two outs, Adam Sopher gets that Gets that game-winning hit, and uh, Zach Lindsay gets the win for a popka And it was a very good situation where we finally get back on the tracks, heading into a very good Timber Creek game tonight at Timber Creek at 7 p.m.
1: Do you think the the cold might have had a little bit to do with that last night?
12: Well, it, it could have been, but you got to remember uh, that West Orange game was originally set for last Friday. And Correct. It, and it was uh, cold there, windy blowing in, this and that. And then we were supposed to play it the day before. Then what happened? It was raining, so we had to move it back. We had to get it in because it's two good quality teams, and I think listen, both teams had to face the elements last night, so so it wasn't too it wasn't an advantage or disadvantage to any one of the teams.
1: Yeah, and no, let me just add. I mean, I, I commend these guys and their teammates because those were very very difficult conditions, and uh, I think we played a pretty pretty well played game especially defensively and that was a very tough game to play good defense in and west orange you know, they, they didn't i mean they 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 made six errors and um that was that was a big key in the game now we're joined by another guest hey great to have you joining us can you you, know, you know, announce your name and uh, uh, i'm jacob gadberry jacob thanks for joining us great to have you thank you for having me yeah, saw you out at the game last night, and I know you're you're one of the most dedicated and loyal Blue Garter baseball fans out there. Uh, could you share your thoughts about the game last night?
3: Uh, I think we did really well. We made some good plays, even though West Orange had errors, which I think play, definitely played in our favor. We had some good pitching. We may have, you know, dropped it um, a bit, but we picked it back up, and we came back, and that's what that's important. That's what gets the Ws.
1: That's right. Of course, a lot of baseball to be played and don't want to dwell too much on the, on the one game last night, but it was really an extraordinary, outstanding game. And um, one thing I do want to mention before we leave that topic is, you know, that was, that was tough to have a four-run lead then to see it evaporate, get the game tied. And can you and then to come back and, and, and you know, gut it out and get the win in the bottom of the seventh? What were you guys thinking once once they got the game tied up? They hit us with that four spot you know in a late inning, and now, all of a sudden a four run you know, lead is now a, a tie ball game on well, a on a tough night to play ball. Yeah, well,
9: when after Grayson Adams he pitched a phenomenal game last night. After he came in, we struggled to throw strikes and fall behind counts and. They got, a, they got a nice little hit scored in the two runs at the top of the game. So we were just thinking we just got to get guys on base and get a couple of hits. Maybe put some small ball and hit them in score the winning run.
1: Kevin?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, it was for sure a little bit. They had got a little momentum there in that one inning where they tied the game. But we knew once we got out of it and it was tied, I knew when we were coming up that we, we were definitely going to do the job because – we had – I was leading off. I was feeling good. Knew, I knew I was going to get on base, and I knew Adam and them were behind me. They knew they were going to do their job.
1: And, and Jacob, can you uh, talk about uh, – you know, it's always great to see other people that are passionate about Le- popular Blue Dotter baseball. Can you talk about uh, your, when you became a fan and, and just what what a Apopka baseball means to you?
3: Uh, I think I've probably always been a fan. It's just when I got here uh, as a freshman, I met Mr. Stoll, and he was uh, – pitching coach at the time, I was like, oh, how fun would it be if I could sit in the dugout, you know, hang out, you know, get really part of that culture, and so I think my um, relationship, especially with the guys and the club as a whole, has really grown, and I mean, it's just really good to be out there and um, support the local teams.
1: Let's go back to Coach Stoll. I'd like to ask you kind of the same question I asked the guys. I mean, I know just from experience, both as a player and a coach, uh, that's a tough situation. First of all, it's a it's a tough night to play ball in the first place. Get a nice four run lead, next you know it's gone. Um, You know, uh, all even up again. Can you talk about uh, the the attitude of the guys and what what it was like in the dugout and um, you know once it became a tie ball game again?
11: Well, once again, it was like one of those things. We had a lead, we came back, and, and you know during the whole game you have different elements to deal with but those are all things you have no control over you have control over throwing the ball catching the ball and hitting the ball and that's one of the biggest things no matter who's out there no matter what the the scenario is rain seed or snow we still got to teach these kids and have them have confidence and able to come back by keeping those two games close and keeping us in the ball game and also being home team if we we had the pitching and, and to keep us there that close within range that's the biggest thing that's one of the reasons why we have a quick trigger to to keep the momentum back on our side so we still put ourselves in an opportunity to get a chance to go ahead and win the ball game like we did
1: now let's talk about timber creek uh, another quality opponent playing them on the road tonight it'll once again be a cold night possibly windy if i remember correctly you guys beat timber creek at home last last year uh early in the season uh talk about you know, who they are, you know, their program, and, and what you guys are going to need to do to, to play well tonight. Well,
9: last year they were a good program, but this year we really don't. I mean, we don't really know. We, that doesn't really matter because we're going to go out there and play our game either way. So go out there and try to get a win and play some good, play some good baseball. Yeah, and like I Kevin, said
3: earlier, it doesn't matter who we play. We have the same mentality on everybody. That we're just going out there and winning a baseball game. do not matter who's on the other side.
1: Now, can you guys talk about uh, your future? You talked about your team goals for this year. Um, Kevin, what, what are your goals uh, your past uh, you know, Apopka High School, baseball-wise?
3: Uh, after Apopka High School, I will be going to Newberry, South Carolina to play baseball at uh, Division Two up there.
9: Excellent. And how about you, Adam? I'm still trying to get somewhere to go
5: play baseball, find somewhere close around home, stay at home and play the game I love.